Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new podcast. Music to live with Shanti, it's me, Shanti, a Swiss musicologist and stage manager, talking with different artists and discussing different topics belonging to the music business. My guest for today is Robin Lamlin from Germany. Robin is the guitar player of the metalcore band Drowning Malice. And we met on Instagram like one month ago. And after a while, we just discovered that we had so many things in common that I decided we need to record an episode together. So let's go! Check this out. Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new episode. Today I'm here with Robin. Hi Robin, how are you doing? Hi Shanti, I'm doing fine. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that you are here tonight because uh, uh, I were t- as we were talking for the start of the recording of the episode, I said we met like officially like one week ago or something like this on Instagram, <laughs> uh, talking about project and... Uh, You also made a lot of nice compliments to my project and I really appreciate it. But I also, um, you know, say since the day and I said, you know, you have a band, we need to discuss music. We need to share this passion we have. So here you are, guest in my podcast. Um, first of all, I'll let you introduce yourself so the audience will know more about you. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Robin, I'm 25 years old live in Germany and Constance to be exact. And I play in a band uh, called Drawn in Malice. Yes. That's that, it. That's it. Right? That's it. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's cool because no. in the end, Constance is not so, uh, Constance is not so far away from where I live. I mean, still almost in the border with Switzerland. Uh, that's pretty close. Pretty close, right? Yeah. I, i guess I, w- I was there with a youth orchestra uh, two years ago and I really enjoyed the place. I don't know. It's funny because uh, living in Switzerland, you see different part of the country, different architecture, different kind of persons. And then you go, as I said, it's on the border with Germany. You just go on the other side yeah. and, and it's totally like another word uh, it seems like to be already on holidays you know but you're like yeah, yeah away totally. from home <laughs> yeah concert is very touristic and in the summers we got a lot of people visiting and you know swiss people always uh buying uh stuff in our city coming over to shop yeah and, yeah and because yeah, it's still so, on the lake right so yeah I mean, you 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 have a wonderful landscape your opportunity for sport and just enjoy the nature so This is yeah, also totally, something totally. cool. But what about the music scene? How, I mean, I remember seeing um, there was a couple of nice concerts in that region. A couple, bef- yeah, when I, when I talk like this, I always refer to the <laughs> pre-COVID era, you know? like Yeah, totally. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, the concert scene. So uh, right now, as we are still in a pandemic, it's not going on too much. We had... Uh, Uh, some it's starting again, but before we had some live streams and uh, that stuff, but it was it actually. And before it was also like there were concerts and stuff, and 
One thing uh, about uh, the music and, and, and music uh, scene, especially the hardcore scene or the metal scene uh, in our area, is that it's a pretty uh, small. Mm-hmm. So um, usually uh, you meet the same people uh, at the venues uh, when there is a, a band playing, which is kind of a good thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because... Uh, it always feels like uh, I don't want to say family meeting because uh, mm, I don't know everybody that well, but uh, it's uh, it's it's a nice feeling to see uh, some uh, faces you already know when you come yeah. to the concert. So uh, yeah, and as a matter of fact, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Wait a second. I I need to think uh, how I will how to express that in English. Um, sure, sure. Take your time. We, we have um, no, no rush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, as I said, it, it's small and um, usually uh, a lot of times it's the same bands playing. So we usually. Uh, Look out to get uh, in other cities to play, and don't we don't uh, we, we try not to overplay our city. Right, right. I mean, I, I noticed this. I was in Switzerland, like going visit friends and listen to concert in Zurich or in Bern. You, I mean, Switzerland's a small country, but you have you had, yeah. but it was normally usually have to have a lot of choices about what kind of music, which which band, and um, but. Um, you play in a band too, you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, how would you describe your band? <laughs> so uh, Drone Mellows, I think it's best described as, as metalcore. It, it is what it is. <laughs> a few years ago, it would uh, a lot of bands probably wouldn't uh, call themselves metalcore, even if they were metalcore. It was like, a, 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 yeah, like a, a square word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I don't see uh, that eye. So um, yeah, but uh, I wouldn't say that we are like man. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, sorry, just a second. It's it's hard for me to to do this in English because um, I'm not used to. <laughs> to do something like that in English pretty yeah, often. That, that, I, I get it, I get it. There's some, some stuff that I used to do or speak in Italian, and then when I, they ask me, how, what would you do this, or would, or would you describe this? I, I know the struggle, I know the struggle, but as I said, we all we have all the time, so the, I guess uh, people also uh, who are going to listen to the podcast know this situation, you know, like even <laughs> even if you have the passion for something, but um just just to go on the on the on the topic about being called metalcore like um i personally get into art music more um with band that they were really metal because to me metal belongs to long hairs and you know something more uh quite fast and extreme and i guess i went more into the hardcore scene 
And the metalcore to me was the natural step. I really enjoy the first metalcore band, but uh, I know where where the scene like took two ways. You know, you got like bands like On Earth, the first. Yeah. Maybe you would say they are still on the metalcore scene, and then you have the bands like Trivium or even Ballad for My Valentine were called metalcore. So for those who want didn't like the melodic parts, <laughs> okay, okay, this is not. But even if we take German bands like Caliban and the Heaven Shall Born, and maybe I would say the first records, um, I guess Tejazo they would label more like metalcore than deathcore or death metal or something like this, you know. But um, um, I think this is still always as a personal but uh, if you would you like uh, to share with us what kind of band normally inspire your way to play or the sound of your band well uh, I think um, I would say we're we're influenced a lot by the 2000s uh, bands uh, mm-hmm. not only metalcore bands but if we are speaking of metalcore right now Bands like uh, Poison Well, uh, Parkway Drive. Um, some people even uh, see Convergence as as metalcore. The uh, Switching Gauge and uh, August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. I love all these bands. That, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think our music is like not the heaviest stuff uh, stuff out there, but um, we try to keep in balance of uh, catchy melodic parts and some heavy riffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was listening to one of your track on YouTube, uh, the 20XX. I don't know how yeah. would you pronounce the title. Of 20XX, yeah. And um, yeah, I really enjoy it. I, I, I remember listening <laughs> to the song a couple of days ago and today before uh, I called you on Zoom, um, I said I need to listen to it once again <laughs> just to be fresh and motivated, you know, again. And uh, I, I know this, I mean, this is a style, kind of metalcore that I personally like and I really Thank enjoy. <laughs> and um, everybody out there, just just go and check it out. The song, yeah, I will put the link in the bio of the, in the, bio of the episode. Uh, but um, I really appreciate when the bands um like yours um like want to reflect the sound they liked and maybe from bands also from 10 years ago 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh but you can feel you know like you are putting out in with the with the motivation and the sound of today i will say yeah. because how yeah. your guitar sounds like this is uh it's definitely something more actual but yeah the sound in general reminds me a lot as you said bands like Poison to Well or something like this. And I said, okay, from for people like me that really enjoyed at the time that kind of sound, this is great. Um, I think there is like right now one band from America that called Tetrarch. Tetrarch. And, and yeah, they do like a, this kind of metalcore, I would say, uh, also with scream and melodic part, but it's more like the American wave and it sounds like Oh man, um, this sounds a lot in some way. They play their riffs like Slipknot. Yeah, it's, 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 
this kind of of timing, mm-hmm. rhythming, and picking, and the lead singer um, going melodic, but also really, really aggressive. Um, you know, uh, the interesting thing is that uh, that's a phenomenon I see uh, a lot of bands doing now. Like th- that new metal in France is becoming very strong um, in in the hardcore scene, and uh, a lot of metal bands are incorporating um, elements of bands like Slipknot uh, in their in their riffing you know, and writing their music. Yeah, it's interesting because. Uh, for people mm. who lived uh, the first uh, release of Slipknot, years after uh, they discover once again this kind of sound, and yeah. it connects with you. And I love this idea of connect two different generation because these guys are really young. Mm. I guess maybe your age or younger, and, oh, well. and they say we are inspired by band that they were huge for us at the time. I mean, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I guess. Uh, this year is 20 years of Iowa of Slipknot. Something like yeah. this. No, no, it is. It, it, I guess it's 20 years Iowa. And yeah. I know, it came out with 2001, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and that album, personally, was maybe the, my first uh, <laughs> very, very uh, heavy album. I remember going to uh, a, CD sh- a CD store For all the all the youngest listen to the podcast, a CD <laughs> store was like a, a shop with all. That was a thing in the past. Yeah, then you go <laughs> there. didn't have downloads. Yeah, and then I remember go to the guy at the shop with a a pile of CDs, and he put it on the stereo, and you can listen to the sound of different bands. and And I remember having this Slipknot album, having this cover that was the metal. Uh, translucent and then all the the graphic this ma- aggressive mask and this crazy intro yeah, we- with all these screams and to me it was something totally new you know like i was coming <laughs> from the, from the first punk uh bands you know like so total different kind of sound and then it started with people who go shit and and then the world changed you know it was uh, i i i guess i'm gonna repeat myself but one one other song that had such a huge impact on my life was uh, Jane Doe. No, not Jane Doe, but Concubine of Converge from the album Jane Doe. And yeah, all, I love that album. It's great. Those songs that when you listen once, they just change your life, you know? And you, you, uh, in, in a way, that, in the way you listen to music, you know, because you understand mm. that there is this kind of goals and opportunities in what you can looking for sound. But... Yeah. Now I would like to go back to your band because we just tried to describe the sound. But uh, uh, who are the other members of the band? We can we can speak also for them, I suppose. Um, well, currently we we lack a drummer. So okay, so everybody, <laughs> if you want to play drum in a metalcore band from Germany, uh, region Costanz, you are in the right place. Yeah, come to us and uh, we see if we uh, fit together and can make music together. It would be great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are four right now. Uh, I play rhythm guitar. There's Jan, the lead guitarist, our bassist Dennis, and our vocalist uh, Manu. And 
Uh, as far from the musical influences, um, well, we all listen to metal, obviously, but uh, everybody has uh, like his favorite subgenre. Like for example, uh, our our bassist uh, uh, really enjoys prog stuff, and uh, our uh, our our singer. Um, Listens to a lot of, of, of different things, but he also likes likes uh, uh, grindcore, doom, doomy stuff, and uh, besides metal, uh, also listens to a lot of, of hip hop. And um, yeah, I think the the thing with songwriting uh, in drama metals is that, of course, everybody uh, tries to put something uh, from their uh, musical tastes and experiences uh, into that process. And that's how our, our music usually comes together after. Mm -hmm. after. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, being open <laughs> in, uh, in music taste is something so important. And um, I think that totally. in, in, the, in the end, uh, the final product, is so so uh, uh, influenced by this, and I, I I know that there are some bands. That, I mean, it seems like logic that in a band with four or five members, you have people listen to different kind of music. But in the end, uh, if you choose to look for your own sound. This yeah. is where the difference is because there's a lot of band, and I'm not judging um, that they want to play uh, music that sounds like other bands or the genre yeah. that is hype in that moment, and that's okay. Uh, don't get me wrong, but in the end, uh, um, there are other bands that maybe take a little bit longer to get on the scene and. Uh, they evolve with the time in between albums or in between concerts and and in the end you notice that okay you really un understand and really feel this influence from other genre of music mm. and um and, I, and, I, and this is this is uh, the most important thing I, I think also from from for what we, it's called the scene you know like because yeah. uh, uh, there was like a I think it seems to me that there was like a moment where um, metal has to be um, really, really uh, describable only in two or three genres. But then in the end, it comes out that already in the past had like crossover mix uh, with other yeah. kind of genre of music. And like right now, I really enjoy the products of uh, Eskimo Cowboy. That is a band that for years I avoided, you know, like because yeah. I was I was always looking of of, of um, their merchandise online and say, come on, a band that puts those shitty t-shirts out, they can be any good, you know. But now, yeah. then I was laughing so hard at their video, and um, and in the end, I like the sound because I love melodic stuffs, but I really mm -hmm. like the energy they are putting out right now because it's also something that we need good energy right now and yeah, um, so um this process of uh try to find your own sound um i think this is the mm -hmm. at the end one of the most wonderful thing that 
even a band that ended his own career after five years. Mm. You may gonna listen to your first concert, your first track, and your last. <laughs> That's nice. And going back to your band, uh, as I said, uh, one of the first time you texted me and you sent me some links, I was totally open. You know, expectations. You know, like mm. oh, I got a band, and you have to listen to it. Let's do it. You know, and and I was happily surprised. And I want to be totally honest. And as I said before, with the second listen to the song, uh, I just definitely said, okay, no, no, this sound is is interesting. And and I really hope you can find mm-hmm. a good drummer. Um, I would say um, not technically or something like this. I mean, to have to respect your, your expectation yeah. for your own sound, but um, it will well, be really yeah. interesting, interesting for you, uh, for what you have done till now. You know, I'm really curious to see what, what's going to be, because for me, you are really on a, on a good step. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, um, the thing with our music is that uh, even though it can be described as metalcore, we never really focus on writing a metalcore song. Mm-hmm. It's the music that uh, we really enjoy listening to, besides other genres. And um, it was clear for us that we wanted to make heavy music, but we were always open to different influences. And uh, if we felt like uh, writing a a Spanish guitar part somewhere, we we did it. Uh, Even though there's no no such uh, part in our music right now. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course, of course. We just do what we like, and we always did that, and that's what came out of it. But normally Actually, in the band, who comes with the ideas? I mean, you just put them together, or sometimes well, or the others mm-hmm. bring some uh, stable ideas, that, mm-hmm. on, and then you work from there. Well, uh, we are not uh, a band that... Uh, like uh, writes the songs uh, in the rehearsal room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play, uh, write the stuff at home with a program and um, take it in, in the rehearsal. And then we try out if it uh, fits the sounds that, that we are looking for. If the parts really hit hard, how we want them to hit hard. Um, and if all that kind of emotion that we want to bring uh, to the listener with our music really impacts us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like first test. Uh, and after that, song is finished. Or, uh, we finished writing and uh, usually go out and record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and uh, the main songwriter is a uh, lead guitarist, Jan. In the past, our drummer also wrote a lot of uh, our songs. Mm-hmm. Everybody tries to bring something to the table with, with mm-hmm. some idea, with some riffs or something. Yeah, this yeah. is. I, I always like to ask this because I always think that maybe there is in the audience some young musician or or some musician that you know maybe struggle in the past or is struggling right now to find the right way to to get into a band or even 
within his own music to tr- how to get to reach some results. And I always think that uh, asking directly to musician what the way you like to play, because uh, or maybe also the way you like to compose music, because uh, <clears throat> I mean this is one way, but it's not that maybe in other bands there is one guy bringing the stuffs and everybody just agree and if for them yeah. okay that's that's the way you know like like <laughs> yeah sure in the you, end you this have is, to this is the process this is the process this is something that have to be discussed i think then and show because uh can just motivate and then motivate out going out there you know like um yeah. and then don't be shy to to propose your sound or your ideas because yeah It can be just just inspire you as they can inspire all the bands. So this is great. Yeah, you just have to try out which which kind of songwriting technique or structure works best for you. Some people jam in the rehearsal and they write their songs this way. Uh, For us, it never worked out really good. I think we wrote one song in the rehearsal and the rest was all uh, stuff that we came up at home. Mm. guys so um yeah i think also it's it's easier because um you have something on the paper and uh with that program um you can like mute uh, my uh some parts and really practice uh the songs at home and uh before i joined the band i, I was playing in some other punk bands and hardcore bands uh I wouldn't have considered myself a, a, a good guitar player. I really got good, uh, like, um, yeah, joining this band or, or uh, fi- uh, founding this band and um, doing this, uh, all that this way with this program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this is, this is a fun thing. Really, yeah. Yeah, it, it was really a step up for me. And my are playing and writing and, and uh, music in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I can. I guess um, I can tell you that uh, years ago, when I handed my high school, um, I played like two years in a punk rock band, even the south of Switzerland. And, um, we played a lot of gigs. So um, at that time, I saw the difference, you know, in between just playing a rehearsal room and then maybe playing a concert and then being a, almost every weekend mm. there and there. We did concert where there was only one person in the audience and we did some <laughs> nice festivals, a uh, local festival where we had really a lot of people joining the pogo. But every time and after years after, I just realized that how it helped me to grow up as a musician mm-hmm. and um i come from a small part i'm a small community and there was there always been a lot of competition uh, and this <clears throat> and i i'm not good at handle competition so uh, being a teenager uh you know having your music taste kind of different from the others also being colored in a white society because this uh, i'm adopted and this is also <clears throat> reality you know like um Mm-hmm. You notice that people come to you and say, oh, you know, um, oh, your band sucks because there is also this other band sounding like that. And they say, 
I know in the end I don't care because I'm having a lot of fun, you know. Yeah, that's and the I also noticed improving myself at the drum and I I wasn't doing really not something special or technique, technically speaking really really hard uh, not triplets uh, uh blast beats <laughs> uh, or something like this it was really classic punk rock pum cha pum cha pum cha but i yeah. i guess i put the right energy and people with the time coming with uh, me to me after concert say oh i really enjoyed the way you played because we felt your passion you felt it you know like and this is in the yeah. end was the, the best feedback that i could have you know and and then um start starting university i just just stopped playing with bands because the time wasn't enough um and now i miss it 35 years old and i miss it a lot <laughs> um <laughs> but i definitely want to do it again because uh, i i kept in my mind this idea that um if you want to do this you you can you have to do it just because you are really able to do it and you're good at it you know and uh i don't know if i have to go back and on the drum i i think i will i would like just to play punk rock and yeah and those are the rhythm you play in punk rock uh, you know but i guess i it would i would like show once again that i'm looking for fun you know yeah and, i think that's that's the most important thing uh with music in general if you start a band or a project it's not about getting big and huge and all that you need to have fun the passion while while doing this uh everything else comes if it if it needs to come or if there is something there but uh yeah Just have fun uh, with your with your friends or other uh, colleagues in the band and uh, enjoy your time because there's nothing more beautiful to uh, at least to me to find uh, people uh, that you can make music together because playing an instrument it's not the only criteria to start a band you need to get along with the people and Uh, so much other things have a some kind of equal vision and that really is a rare thing to see and uh, I noticed that with time and I'm very very glad and I uh, appreciate uh, my my friends uh, and the band a lot yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um, and yeah It was, <laughs> uh, before founding this band, it was already a struggle to find people who want to play this kind of music. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, I, sometimes to me, it's hard to understand uh, a band because uh, I now I used to get in touch with some band um, through YouTube, for example. So you have not just the audio, but you also have a visual impact. Yeah. And uh, some way, uh, in some way, this is kind of tricky because maybe a band in one video sh show them themselves like in a way and you still on, on that image, image of their band. And then yeah. you have the chance to meet them in person, <laughs> you know, and then it's something different. And, yeah, totally. Uh, 
it's like it's like having a prejudice and i know this is something like wrong but in some way this is something that if you put out a video a viral video something like this that you can't avoid you know that that this is an image of yourself that you're putting out and people gonna receive that and uh, so sometimes i try to look at videos because i'm curious but then uh, i just try to listen to the track with you know just just in the headphones with no images and, and this sometimes is really uh something so important to me because i notice how the visual impact induce myself um it's like in some ways like to judge the product mm. yeah it definitely influenced. quite fast quite fast it happens yeah. to me with one of the last album of uh, bring me the horizon uh, as a band that i never get into in the past but and then the new work seems to be more mature, more interesting with the sound. It, it seems to me that they found their own sound and a sound that fits, fits them, right? Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, I, I just watched some videos, but then I decided, no, no, just just do a playlist on your on, on Deezer and, and then just, uh, just listen to While on the Train. And, um, well, I, I saw different color in my mind, you know? Uh, color related to the sound of this band and mm. and um, and this was a, a good lesson to me because uh, I want to be like um, informed on what happened on the music scene but uh, I guess you need to to find the right way you know mm. to receive it in the in the most direct and positive way uh, and then mm. in the end say okay um, this band, it's for sure good, but it's not my kind of music. Not for me. Yeah. Even even if other people gonna put this band on on a pedestal, you know, like yeah. like like like. Um, I have to be honest. I'll, a lot of my friends love Turnstile, and <laughs> I think that of course they're a good band. I I I, I listen to a couple of songs for them, but but. After that, it's not a band that I will mm. listen to every day. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so a lot of respect uh, for as an artist, as a musician, as a music lover, but it's not my, my it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So being able able to to to, to just to go, go against the grain in the, in the, in this reason, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally get what you mean, um, and that's a thing I, I never really understood because. We everybody, everybody of us has different tastes and likes different things. You don't have to agree uh, uh, with 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 a, with a friend uh, whether this band is good or not. It's, it's a, always a personal impact, and um, yeah. So therefore, I also never understood like the massive hate a band gets because. Uh, if I don't like something, I don't pay attention to it. So uh, mm -hmm. why would I uh, take out so much energy of myself uh, to write uh, a hurtful comment or something like that? Right. Uh, that, that? That's a thing, especially in a metal scene. I see so often in Facebook groups or like on, on uh, YouTube, uh, in the YouTube comment section, so much negativity. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really sad thing to see. I wish uh, we would uh, 
approach each other a little bit more positive, even though you do not uh, see eye to eye with somebody. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff I don't like, but I wouldn't go out and call them out or something like that. I don't see the necessity, uh, necessity uh, to, to do this because uh, there are people who, who enjoy this sound and that, that's fine. I don't need to like everything everybody else likes or somebody likes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It happens to me that uh, on, a, on a set list uh, uh, of a concert was like main band. And I, re I remember saying, oh, I love this band, but the first two are not good. I, or I don't have a good feeling about this band. And then it happens that life were really really good you know like even the present yeah. stage because in the end we don't have to forget you can be on youtube you can have a lot of thousand likes but in the end is how you are acting and you're playing on a stage that oh, yeah. count and and um i'm a friend of rise of the north star and uh, i love the, the idea of a concept band now <laughs> because uh, i think the concept band was something more like end of the 90s, 2000 maybe. Like, or, or even 80s, like even with 80s, the metal yeah. bands and, stuff, uh, and that stuff. <laughs> and, and see them live, really believing in what they they uh, just propose, you know, like the, the clothes, the, mm. the, the anime, Japanese background, and mm. bam, the, the concert was so energy- energetic and so full you know like mm. and and i said whoa this is something that that is so important you know like like how you totally. are on stage and and also and, believing uh, in yourself really yeah uh, because um at the end you have to like your music so if somebody else was, uh, if somebody else likes it that that's awesome uh the biggest uh My compliment, of, I think, for us musicians is uh, if people reach out to us and tell us, hey, I, I like your song, it's really nice, uh, or give us like a, a constructive criticism, like, yeah, the, the instrumental, uh, instrumental part is great, but I don't dig the vocals or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's uh, at least I... Uh, live for that kind of yes yeah. music for myself but if uh, i uh, can uh, reach somebody with my music that's the biggest thing for me and like being um uh while being like uh uh, uh like what not being optimistic but while while uh believing in yourself and mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. what i wanted to say i hope yeah. i bring that point out <laughs> no no I, i know what you mean because uh end of the story and that specific moment is you that you're standing on a stage you know yeah like and uh, yeah um i think this is a process that uh, i guess a lot of musicians out there even famous or not that are they faced or they're still facing you know this kind mm -hmm. of human insecurity you know put yourself yeah. to the test and uh, but as you said uh, as we said uh, in the end if you're happy if this is something you believe in then you're doing right you're doing everything right then yeah 
Hey, and I mean, I'm looking at the at the screen and I see your Ibanez. You have a green, a neon green one. Yeah. I love that, that guitar because uh, there was a shop in Basel where I live uh, to expose the tricolor, the neon yellow, neon pink, and the neon green. And they're really badass. I mean, <laughs> uh, Thanks. It's actually I, a custom build. Uh, right? Whoa. Wait, wait, wait a second. Well, let me show it to you. Sure, sure. It was my main guitar in the yeah. band before I uh, bought another one. Yeah. I played uh, the Holy P uh, with it. Yeah. Nice. So uh, everything on this guitar is, uh, yeah, it's not stock <laughs> besides uh, the wood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I selected the the pickups myself, and all the wiring is uh, not the one that was in it. New tuners, basically a new guitar that I uh, made myself how how I envisioned it. Oh, that that's nice. I mean, I mean the fact even that is important. You know, like the instrument you played is yours. I, I noticed this more in classical mm. music. You know. Uh, you of course the classical example is the violin. You know, like mm. uh, it arrives that moment when you 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 have the chance to play on a on a one one exemplar violin in all over the world or a clar a special clarinet with that special wood. And this is also uh, it's not just for the sound, but also you, for you as a musician. You know, like you 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 are like mm -hmm. proud of what you're playing, or, or how you can spread your heart. And I, I think mm -hmm. that as of nowadays, as a, there is this opportunity of customizing, and it's not just style or fashion. <laughs> like no, as of for uh... you as a musician, that you you play an instrument that you like to keep in your hands. <laughs> like this is yeah. this is something cool. I think yeah. Yeah, it's like you also uh, approach this instrument differently because uh, everything I envisioned, uh, uh, I put in this guitar. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, really different. You have a different bond to the instrument um, as if you go in the shop and pick something out or off the shelf you like, I would say, at least. Yes, yes. Hey, I have a question for you as a as a as my German guest. I mean, yeah. as a Swiss guy, um, as I said, I grew up Italian mother tongue, and um, when I went into the metalcore and hardcore scene, I get in touch first. I guess the first um, non-European band has been Poisoned the Well and Converge, I will say. But then the order was like a Belgian band called Morda. Uh, there was also um, Nardzis, uh, well, Caliban and Evan Schalbor, but I'm speaking about uh, uh, the Split Project and mm. uh, Antigone, you know? And to, I was so surprised to see that it was so good band coming from Germany. And in my mind, it was like, is the country near mine, you know? And, um, and and then you just get into it. You you discover new band. You discover the world that there is behind the whole scene. 
And I just discovered that Germany has also a lot of one of some of my favorite metal bands, like Blind Guardians. And but in my mind, you know, as a child or a teenager, they always belong to the Americans, you know, like yeah. <laughs> what? And and um, but actually, the there were a lot of good and big fresh metal bands from Germany, like uh, Sodom uh, Creator. Uh, right, but I discovered this later yeah, on. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. this it was like okay, this is it and. And, also uh, didn't knew that. <laughs> okay, because my my next question was as, as you as 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 a, as a person growing in Germany, and how do you, how do you get in touch with your own scene? Because Switzerland has a couple of good bands. Like we, I guess one of the most important is Gotthard, uh, mm -hmm. and it's rock and it's really good rock. You know, mm -hmm. this one and. Uh, Rectum of Sanity is from Bern, I think. Yeah, they are also good. Well, at least in the down Sanity. Yeah, yeah, good guys. I met them a couple of times. They're really, really, really going hard always on on on, the, on what they believe in. But um, yeah, the fact is that, as I said, you know, you you know that in Switzerland, maybe you can find what you really want. So what what was for you like discovering? Uh, you know, or, or, or maybe the right question is you growing up uh, um, in the music scene, the music you like, it was like mm -hmm. more a natural knowing that those band were from Germany, you know, so, and maybe feeling more like an appartenance or as, you know, something like, oh, it's something that belongs to the place I come from. Well, um, when I really started... Uh... Uh, digging into music, uh, um, I didn't listen to metal at all <laughs> at the beginning. I actually come from the punk rock scene as well as you, and uh, I started listening to to punk uh, because of my cousin. Actually, uh, he was a big Offspring fan, and uh, when he visited us here uh, in, in Germany. He bought one of their CDs, and uh, I think I, I borrowed it and uh, really enjoyed that sound. So um, I listened to a lot of punk rock, like Offspring, um, Blink One Eighty Two, like more that's uh, mainstream stuff. You would call it. Later on, uh, I discovered uh, heavier bands like Pennywise, which you could. Uh, hardcore-ish um, and the thing with metal came I listened to more American bands like I think a lot of people who discover metal uh, at first of course Metallica was a, was a big uh, name or is it a big name that I knew before but uh, I came into because of recommendations of, of friends and uh, bands like like Slipknot and these gateway bands, I would call. Mm -hmm. Later on, uh, when I was looking for heavier stuff, because uh, I don't know if you experienced that uh, at a certain point, uh, you... Uh, You are like thirsty for more heavy stuff because uh, oh no, it's not, not not heavy enough. So I, I need uh, more heavy stuff. So and um, 
with that I discovered with the first German band I discovered I think it was Havenschall Burn and I didn't knew that they were from Germany because uh, the lyrics are in English besides uh, a couple of, of uh, lines where they uh, have German lyrics and it was a big surprise when um, I looked because one thing I usually do when I really uh, like a band is uh, that I look up uh, the band history on Wikipedia. I really want to know what people are behind this this music and uh, I saw that they were like from from Turing uh, to mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how to <laughs> pronounce that in English, and I was like, "What in Germans? That's so surreal!" Because uh, most of the bands come from most of the metal bands come from the UK or uh, States. Yes, so it was surprising, and um, it was my gateway to um, like the German um, metal scene and. Yeah, as I said, I just uh, uh, realized that uh, Germany had a lot of influential thrash metal bands in the 80s. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. go. <laughs> I discovered that. Didn't do it. Yeah. No, I, I think it's always uh, the best way to better know. Um, it's always, as you said, there's those bands that are like getaway, getaway to, to other genre, to other, to the next band. And uh, personally, when you were thinking of uh, talking about uh, this need for more, for more hard like this, I, mm-hmm. I guess that I always stay on the melody. So you can imagine, uh, I'm the guy who wasn't disappointed <laughs> when there was all this wave of metal bands doing melodic refrain, you know. And yeah. um, to me, Evan Shelburne, um, I loved the the the, oh, the guitar sound. There were, there were it was this metal where the guitar one of the guitars made always like a, some kind of melody, and mm. that in is intricate with uh, with the uh, lyrics and the sing line. And uh, uh, I always loved this idea of melody in uh, in more hard music so i guess to mm. that for me it was like i was i always been a punk rock guy and uh, i also went into it thanks to the offspring and, uh, mm. and no use for a name a meal and calling and so like this and 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 i guess i just i was just looking for more hard but always more melodic you know without mm. losing that the only exception for me is Converge. But I think that Converge is so special band. Well, I would say they are melodic in their kind of way. And uh, the funny thing is that uh, the first time I saw Converge live, I didn't like them at all. And now they're like my favorite band. I needed some time to get into this music. Yeah. And I, I, I never met somebody who... Oh, very rare people who liked them uh, like the first time they, they heard the songs you need some time to get into that yeah. uh, kind of music because it's so so raw and brutal <laughs> but, but it's like, it's like it when is, you read a book you know you can read a book not only once but more more and more times and then 
every time you see another aspect or the story, mm-hmm. even if you know the words, even if you know what mm-hmm. will, will happen, you will you will uh, appreciate or understand the story from another point of view, or yeah. or or even more deeper and deeper. I mean, and now I'm gonna do a, a really nerdy example. Um, <laughs> on Thursday last week, I didn't know why I. St- I started watching Donnie Darko and it was like oh. almost eight, it's a great movie. Year, eight years without no watching it. And I remember when I was in high school, the first time that I saw it and the first time I didn't understand anything. But at the same time, mm-hmm. a part of me, uh, Tom, in my, a part of my brain always said, it's a very good and interesting movie, you know, and then watching two times, three times, going reading something about the movies, and then you recognize all these ideas behind how the society should work, uh, prejudice, uh, um, being yourself, uh, destiny, uh, mixing mm-hmm. with this kind of stuff. And this time, last week, I really enjoy that moment when to start the song Mad World. Not mm-hmm. just because it's a very good song and that version is amazing, um, but because I don't know, I that moment, you know, you it's like you you combine all the time you see the movie and then maybe some personal experiences or the fact that you mature in through these uh, years and you mm-hmm. see these images and this sound, you combine everything and you see once again and you. And I was like, oh, it was like, I never get that or I never felt that way watching that, that movie. And I think in this specific case, Converge Music is the same. Like, yeah. uh, every time totally. I heard Concubine, uh, I, I remember the first time that I heard that song, this guitar, this intro. So, and I remember saying to my friend, dude, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it, you know. But then, listen to Elvis and Elvis music, then you said that was a song that, it, it was a single song that will never be repeated. It was like really a, a unique piece, you know. Even if I like if two band have a song that maybe sounds a little bit the same, uh, you know, I'm not so complicated. If I love the song, I love the song. And mm. you will always find a combination that it seems like the other one, you know. But that song, it's unique. Point. But I just yeah. I understand that only years after, I will say a little bit like my example, Donnie, or of there is um how you speedy Don Darko's movies. And uh, yeah, but this is the the wonderful thing about music different colors yeah. uh, is something that comes with you growing up. And uh, I still listen to The Offspring. Uh, yeah, me I'm too. Not, I'm, I'm not a collector, a vinyl collector, but there are some uh, records that I want to have it as disc, <laughs> uh, as a vinyl. And um, I get, I just bought the uh, Smash uh, X, X9 on the Ombres and Americana because that was like my favorite and I, 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 I've i been able to have the 20 years edition of Americana and of uh, X9 Ombre uh, but 
you know, like I still listen to that sound. And I remember when I was a teenager, uh, painting Warhammer in my in my <laughs> and uh, and uh, listen to that the CD once and once and once again, and and uh, that those feelings are still there with those memories, and that's that's something cool. It's like it's like uh, when people say when you hear some some smells or some some scent, yeah. and they remind you of something or somebody, but it maybe. That's the same with the music, and it's totally the same with me. Like with uh, music that I listened to in my youth, um, I still have those pictures and feelings. I, I felt that exact time uh, I listened to to these uh, songs and, uh, and music. There are uh, a lot of albums that I. Uh, connect to certain uh, points in my life. <laughs> so um, most of the times it's uh, like uh, happy moments, I would say, but also some uh, uh, more, yeah, not, not, not so happy moments, I would call yeah. them. <laughs> you know, I remember uh, years ago, uh, I broke up with my biggest love, I would say, my first big love, and and uh, uh, I was in a concert because she was listening to a lot of metalcore, and uh, um, and uh, I mean we're still in contact nowadays, and sometimes we talk about music. It's it's, uh, it's really amazing uh, the situation I'm living in, but uh, and that specific moment, you know, it was like, you know, when you broke up with somebody and you see this person once again, it's always awkward, <laughs> you don't know how to deal with it, but I remember was playing uh, uh, On Earth in Basel, mm -hmm. and I remember there was this friend of mine saying, come on, Shandy, now they're playing On Earth, man, I mean, you know, that's, I was a little bit yeah, in the, that sad mood, you know, starting mm. to go in, in your uh, rememberings and um, and sadness, and then they start playing, and I just poof, damn, I'm in paradise, you know, like <laughs> it was so cool because those it's like lesson live, lesson learn, you know, like you, yeah. you know, as of well for you that for me, work, music is working so good a lot for relaxing, really. I mean. I always been scared by dentists and I, my dentist allowed me to listen to my music and I noticed that it helped me a lot. And, and so in that mm. moment, I remember uh, all this mix of feelings and then just start a song that just washed all away and you are there and yeah. you just want to scream and smash and pogos and violent dancing. <laughs> yeah, magical, that's magical music, stop. Yeah, that's it. It's a beautiful right. thing about music. It can bring you to other places, even though you don't feel good sometimes. And uh, lets you forget a lot of things, at least for the moment. Yes, yes. Hey, I was, on, I was online a couple of minutes ago and watching your website again, and I saw your graphic for your T-shirt. Uh, I always ah, yeah. want to ask you: You did by on your own, or you just or you asked somebody to design? No, we didn't do it uh, on our own. It was a friend of us mm -hmm. who did it. 
but uh, we worked on on this concept together. Uh, yeah, shout out to to Erti. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice because also this kind of artwork I really liked because it reminds me of those t-shirts that I used to buy you know like <laughs> like, like it, you know, it's not just the sound it's good but they also have good ideas good choices for the merchandise so to all the audience check this out the band of Robin and uh, and uh, just check it out the merchandise just support all the bands out there listen to their music buying their merchandising or album CDs cassette now cassette is uh, <laughs> something they're having like a comeback and uh, so what the hell? Just support the music you love in this COVID period. Once again, all the bands, we are in a different and uh, chaotic and sometimes disparate period. So whatever you can do to support this band, it go, as I said, it could be like buy something from the merch or just write something nice to them. You know, <laughs> like well, sometimes people just forget just... that you can get in touch with your musician you like. Just sending an email or just texting on on um, on their uh, Instagram or Facebook. I don't know if some band responds directly, but it happens to me that a lot of band just uh, answer me. Oh, thank you very much, and it makes me just smile because it seems that yeah, we are here. We are part of something. Robin, what what we can say to close this episode? I mean, so now for your band, you are looking for a new drama, right? Yes. Yes. So then the plans is to keep going, produce new music, uh, make make more solid the the repertoire you have till now. And uh, what is your? Let's talk about dreams. What would be your dream for your band right now? There is something, some <laughs> concert, some events that would you like to be part of, or some tours? Which no, make it this easy. Um, with give me two band with. Whom would you like being on tour? Oh, two bands. Ooh. Well, a dream would be Parkway Drive because uh, they are like one of my uh, biggest inspirations. Uh, they were the first metalcore band I really d- digged. And uh, another one, I would say, I would say Heaven Shall Burn. <laughs> so I saw them after, uh, uh, not often, I, I actually just saw them once, but it, it was great. And uh, yeah, they are just incredible life. You know, I I was uh, with my cousin, shout out to Georgia. I love you. Best cousin in this world. And, uh, and uh, she invited me to a concert in Zurich. And, um, the headliner were Parkway Drive and Eventual Burn. And I oh, don't damn. know why, but it seems that there was some delay on the concert. So they split the set. That means that Heaven Shall Burn played two songs, then Parkway Drive played two songs, then Heaven Shall Burn played this song. And, and oh, yeah. I heard about it, but I think that was on purpose because they did that in Munich as well. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah. so this is maybe <laughs> what <laughs> really happened, but I really like the fact that um, I guess Evan Shavon played a song of uh, Parkway Drive and yeah, they, uh, they, yeah, they covered each other. Each other, right? And that was that was really, really nice because uh, uh, Parkway Drive, yeah, they, they, they're two 
those are two bands that are quite different in some ways, but they still have this this really real energy. I always love this idea of sur- metal surfers <laughs> from Parkway <laughs> Drive, and yeah, Evan Shelburne are great. And um, I wrote to Evan Shelburne because I would like I would like to have an interview for my podcast, and they're really really mm-hmm. nice. And they told me uh, they will organize when there is the right moment. Maybe one one member of the band's gonna get in touch with me, and we'll have uh, an interview with me. And so maybe in the future there will oh, be an episode cool. of Music to Live for with Shanti with Heaven Shaborn on it. And so I'm crossing my fingers for you. Thank you, you very much. Thank <laughs> you very much. So, Robin, we are in the end uh, of this episode. Um, please just remind the audience something about your band, uh, name, coordinates, and everything. Uh, and yeah, and then I will have one last question for you. Uh, I, I didn't under, understood it. Sorry, <laughs> there was an uh, uh, issue with the headphones. Oh, no problem. Um, Robin, uh, we are getting to the end of the episode. So I would like you to remind the audience some the most important things about your bands, where you, they can find your music and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I have one last question for you. Okay. So, yeah, uh, just simply uh, stream our music. Um, if you like it, leave a comment. If you don't like it, leave a comment and tell us why you didn't like it. And uh, stay safe, guys, and uh, be nice to each other. That's always, I think that's, that's always the, the most important thing, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I remember being on some concert, just kick people in the mosh pit, but in the end, just being friend. So this is, this is something that could happen. Um, yeah, I suppose that my last question is, did you enjoy this episode? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Thank you for inviting me. I was a bit nervous as you, as the, you and probably the audience could hear. I don't speak English uh, that often, but it's also a good practice for me. And was my first time being on a podcast and I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, this is definitely not a problem because the idea behind my own podcast is that to have my guests as natural as they can, you know, like, and I think maybe the audience are here also because of that, you know, like listen to you. And as I said, uh, um, I think that I choose English uh, as language for the podcast because it's more, uh, all around the world, it's more easy for people to try to understand better, you know, like, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy our chat. I think that it was a good idea, uh, to, yeah, to do this episode right now, as I said at the beginning, it's just, I guess, like one week <laughs> that we, uh, been in touch and, um, I didn't want to waste time, you know, like I said, I think it seems that Robin has something to say. Uh, I'm really glad that, that you described, you talk more about your band, Drowning Malice. And uh, as, as he said, let's go on YouTube or, and all the Insta, Instagram and Facebook. And you're on Facebook too. Yeah, we're on Facebook too. Or social. Or social. <laughs> uh, the guys are there. Listen to their music. Robin, thank you very much. And thank I you, And I wish you a lovely evening. And... All the best with your music. Thanks, man. Check this out.
Robin's band's Drowning Malis are actually looking for a drummer, so if you're interested in to play with this German band, don't hesitate and contact them. To close this episode, this is 20 double X. Doctors, lawyers, professionals of high standards. 